They came from the four corners of America to defend our way of life, to boldly stand against the forces of darkness when the USA needed them most. Sadly, they didn't do a very good job of it. But hey, they can't all be winners, right? Burt McGonagall's The Tales of the Brotherhood of Ridiculous People starts now. Episode 6, Getting to Know You. Would you stop touching me? Baby, if I really touched you, you would be maple syrup by now. <laughs> or maybe I would get a jolt. Who knows? You want to test the theory, baby? You better not touch him. Oh, little miss, I probably get sex every night. Bitch, do you even know what marriage is all about? This last line of banter between the three agents threw Agent Philip Jenkins finally to the limit. Would you three shut the fuck up? He shouted from the driver's seat. He then proceeded to take the car off the road into a screeching brake halt. We've been traveling for seven hours from Vermont, and all I've heard is bickering and bitching and complaining and moaning about this and that. I'm tired. Me too, bucko. Me too. In fact, you're one of the main reasons why I'm constantly considering after your fucking incident we're unable to board a goddamn plane. We could be in sunny Florida by now. But no! Someone makes airplane targets for nagging boots! What a great idea, Gladys! <laughs> Let's take the money we don't have and get a motel for the night! I'm sure the government will fit the bill, though. I hope it doesn't have bed bugs. Why are we going to Florida anyway? Shouldn't we be heading back to Washington, D.C. or something to meet the president? Jenkins pulled into a small, rundown motel and parked the rental car. Now look, I have to make a very important phone call. I don't want any problems out of you three whatsoever. So help me, superpowers or not, I will do my damnedest to kick the living shit out of you. Do you got me? The three stared at him as if they were three little kids. Do what you have to, sugar. Yeah, you go do that. We'll be okay. Oh, uh, I know my rights, sir. I had to pay my taxes. I'm not with the IRS, sir. I need to use a telephone and get two rooms for the evening, please. You ain't got a cell phone. What did you say? I couldn't catch that, sir. I said mine got fried in a lightning storm. As if almost on cue, a crack of thunder could be heard in the distance. He just shook his head and put his palms to his face. The guy brought up a touch-tone landline phone 
and put it on the counter. Be my guest. I will have your two rooms ready shortly. Would you be paying with cash or charge? I'll be able to tell you after I make this call. You know he's been mad at me more. We w w wouldn't be trucking in this car if it weren't for m m m me. I think we're all just getting a little bit tired of being together at the moment. Despite being a team- We're not acting like one. Instead of getting angry, Gladys just nodded in agreement. The sound of thunder cracked in the distance as Rod's eyes widened. Oh no. Now Rod, you're fine. I'm pretty sure this is just a natural occurrence. Does this happen a lot around him? Darla asked as she backed away from Rod slightly. Minutes later, Agent Jenkins came out of the rental office and waved them out of the car. Gladys, followed by Darla, exited the car, leaving Rod inside, like a bitch. Gladys walked up to PJ. Alright, Rod and I will be in one room, and you and Darla in another. Are we staying here? Yes, we are, but our course has changed. Let me guess, the guy from Florida was a bust, huh? Yeah, apparently uh, Florida man is a metaphor, not even actually real. We're making our way to California, meeting up with a guy who sources say is a medium. <laughs> that is not very funny. Okay, you do realize that so far every person we've encountered has some sort of issue with them. Like, uh, just these amazing gifts and abilities. It's just amazing, isn't it? <laughs> but some sort of major flaw is attached. Uh, we need to get Rod indoors. I was l l looking f forward to meeting the Florida man. An hour later, Agent Jenkins sat down inside of a whirling hot tub with two cucumber slices over his eyes. He was so much on edge that it started to make him sick. Not even Maylox was helping now. Those Fuckers better stay in their rooms. A thunderstorm raged outside as Rod sat in the dark room. He had unplugged everything and lit a candle to read. He was trying to calm himself down when there was a small knock at the door. Come in. Gladys opened the door with the key card, followed by Darla, and brought in a large bag of food. We brought this. Oh, I love what you're doing with this place. Very romantic, Rod. It's a necessity, Miss Maple. I did it. don't want to electrocute anyone. Miss Maple? That's actually a cute name. Should we make that your code name? What does PJ call us? I have no idea, but his b b b briefcase is over th 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 there. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Fuck yeah, girl. Let's see his dirt. I did it, did, don't think that's a good idea. What if he f f finds out? Relax, old ratty boy. I'll take care of opening it up and reading. So if you want to wash your hands of the situation, just don't participate. I did, 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 didn't say I did, did, didn't want to hear any dirt. Fuck. It's locked. It's a goddamn combination lock, too. Do you know the combination? I've never been around to see him open the damn thing. Frank would know the number. That little shit knows the combination and I don't. Who's Frank? He's my pet b b b badger at home. Now, Rod. Okay, he's not my p p pet. Just an 
asshole I do, 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 live with. And he's a badger? Gladys Dahlman did the number. Rod said as he pointed to the motel room's telephone. Can't use this one either. Nope. Touch tone. I hope PJ can pay for the long distance. The phone rang and rang and rang. Gladys looked towards Rod. I bet that son of a bitch is doing that to spite us. The receiver finally came off. As the sound of squeaking came over the receiver, Rod chimed in. Give me the phone. Frank, it's me. I know Frank, and I'm sorry. You'll come with with us next time, I promise. Listen. Damn it, Frank, I told you we needed a new new can opener. I forgot before I left. Well, fuck you too, Frank. Well? He's pissed. Did you get the combination? I didn't even get a... Chance to talk. I want to make this abundantly clear that I never once thought we would ever get the combination from a talking rodent. He's not a rodent, he's a badger. And he's an asshole badger at that. Well, then, there's another way to skin a cat. She removed from her hair a long bobby pin. You know how to pick locks? No, but my uncle taught me a theory on it. It just depends on what kind of lock we got on this baby. Mmm. After an hour and a half of soaking in the motel hot tub, Agent Jenkins felt shriveled enough. In his Calgon moment of zen was too far gone. As he left, he made his way back to the motel room. As he got to the entrance, he began to hear laughter from inside. (laughs) Rod wasn't in there alone. He used his key card to open the door, but it wouldn't register. All right, let me in. Not till you tell me the magic word! Please? Nope. Mekalikahai Mekahaniho? Wow, I remember that one. The door opened to see several candles out and lit with all of them sitting on the double beds talking. Conveniently, Agent Jenkins' briefcase was right where he left it. He walked in and threw his towel on the floor with his equipment. (laughs) Well, I see you all are having fun. I got dinner. There was this amazing mom-pop place up the street. They have sick cheesesteak subs out of this world. You know, we call them grinders way up north. Well, we got a negative meaning to that word down south, and I think pretty much every place else, although knowing what you're into, that might be a stretch. Why? Because that's a name of a gay dating site, Mr. Styles. And no, I am not a member. Oh, thank God. I wanted some of that man meat for myself. Miss Summersville, you're getting way out of line. Do you like that? No. Mm, pity. You're kind of cute. So what'd you get me? Darla dove into the bag with his food and pulled out the sub. You look like a turkey, lettuce, and tomato kind of guy. 
thanks, but uh, I'm, al I'm allergic to lettuce. What? Usually it's the tomato people are allergic to. How about being lettuce? He opened the sub and took out the lettuce. Then he took a bite. Well, maybe that's my superpower. He looked at the sub carefully as Darla, Gladys, and Rod stifled laughter. A very confused look came over PJ's face as he ate the sandwich. Was this a special sub? Nope, just a normal turkey sub sandwich. Agent Jenkins paused once again as he looked at what he was eating. Why does it taste like maple syrup? <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to The Brotherhood of Ridiculous People Getting to Know You! In the cast you heard Rod Stiles, played by Dan McMcCloskey, Darla Somersville, played by Emily McAnulty, Gladys Hamilton, played by Stacey Adwell, Bert McGonagall, played by Robert Hunter, and the redneck office attendant, played by Max Hunter. Happy Holidays from Dark Charm Media! Special effects by zapsplat.com. Dark Charm Media, all rights reserved, copyright 2021.